0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Radio. Want to hear your sports news from a different perspective? Then tune into Real Talk Sports, Atlanta's only faith based sports show. Here's more about it from the host, my friend, Minister Jonathan Simmons.
2: Good evening, everyone. This is the Real Talk Sports Show. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons, and we are broadcasting to you on WIDO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio, and we are simulcasting on Block Talk Radio through the WRTS radio and TV portal. And we welcome those of you who are listening to us on either one of those stations. We also, if you go to uh, our Facebook page, WRTS Radio and TV, or if you simply uh, look up on Block Talk Radio, WRTS FM, we are going to be opening up the chat room so that you might be able to chat with us on the program this evening. Uh, also, we have a special call-in line tonight. Call-in number is 347 838 Again, the special call-in number tonight is 347-838-8767. And we're very excited about uh, all of those of you who are joining us uh, here tonight on both of these portals. Uh, We're going to be talking uh, some stuff that's been going on around here in Metro Atlanta. Uh, We have some uh, great things that have been going on here in terms of both sports and community activities. Uh, One of the things that we have uh, done is consistently try to uh, go and uh, bring you these things as they come, uh, right here on the air, um, right here in the, in the Metro Atlanta area. So tonight we're going to be talking to two guys here that uh, actually we're we'll be doing a little basketball. Now I know football season is upon us, and we're going to bring Mr. Football along with us as we always do to talk some college football. And some NFL stuff, but we're going to be talking in the second half of our broadcast to two great guys. One is a name that is very familiar with those of you who follow basketball here in the Metro Atlanta area or college sports in general. Uh, he played back in the day when Coach Bobby Cremins was ruling the hardwoods at Georgia Tech. He was an assistant coach there for years and now is the head basketball coach for the boys at Sandy Creek High School right down the road in Fairburn, Georgia and uh, he will be joining us uh, to talk about his upcoming basketball tournament uh, that is going on actually this Saturday. Also, we'll be going on to the north side of town over to Mr. Kim Coleman, who had a fantastic program called Hoops for the Cure, and uh, he was uh, bringing uh, us – uh, that as well. Well, listen, we're going to take a little quick break here, and uh, we're going to get things set up to bring the people on at WIGO AM 1570. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show. Keep it locked right here. We're going to give you a little gospel music here, a little of my favorite guy. You've heard me uh, play him time and time again, Mr. Charles King, talking about bringing it to you on the front line. Keep it locked for more of here, Real Talk Sports. Hey there, are you looking for some good sports talk radio? Want to hear your sports news from a different perspective? Then check out Real Talk Sports, Atlanta's only faith-based radio show. Tune in every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the new WIGO AM 1570. Real Talk Sports brings you what's happening on the field and off, but we look to focus on good news stories, not just the negative. For more information, check out www.realtalksports.net. Remember, tune in every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. And we are back. Welcome to the Real Talk Sports Show. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Timmons, as we broadcast to you, simulcasting here on WIGO AM 1570 and also on Blonde Talk Radio WRTS-FM. Well, (laughs) you know, it's a funny thing about talking sports. Uh, There always seems to be uh, some extra... (laughs) going on. And right now, folks, uh, believe it or not, a problem that has uh, been facing us in society uh, is now unfortunately uh, rearing its head in the world of sports. Uh, for those of you who have uh, uh, may be looking on social media and have not been aware of this, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it does appear that one of our great Olympians, Mr. Michael Phelps, <laughs> has um, fallen prey to what uh, individuals have fallen prey to here out in the atmosphere, which is we have a, a new thing going on uh, here in this nation. It's this whole idea of people being, uh, we used to call it back in my day, transsexual, but now they, they kind of clean it up, and they use the term transgender. Uh, and evidently our uh, Olympian, Mr. Michael Phelps, uh, he has a young lady out, well, I shouldn't say young lady, she allegedly is 41 years old, that claims that she is a transgender individual. Uh, her statement was is that uh, she was born as a man <laughs> and uh, is no longer a man. Uh, she has uh, had some things done over the years, and uh, now she is a woman. Uh, I got to tell you, th- this is, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I am just so stunned. At these kind of things that continue to go on, uh, it's really crazy. The news actually was first broken uh, by the British, uh, the Daily Mirror, Uh, broke it over in the UK and then obviously hit the American shores fast and furious, but it's just real crazy how these things continue uh, to pop up in the world of sports. And I'm just, you know, flabbergasted uh, to hear about it. Obviously very, very sad. And and I want to ask your opinion. I mean, what would you do? And I don't want to talk about this too long, but I mean, what would you do if this happened to you? I mean, what would you do if you found out that you were dating an individual and they were a transgender individual? I mean that you know you're a guy. You're thinking, hey, you look at this beautiful woman, and you find out, oh, not so fast. Uh, the woman is a guy. <laughs> so uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just stunned. And you can go on our Real Talk Sports page, and you'll see it. Um, and I have it posted here it's a side by side picture of Michael Phelps and the young woman. And I'll read the headlines here for you. Uh, and like I said, I was just blown away uh, at this whole situation. It's just, uh, it's a real crazy thing. Uh, I'm just. I guess I'm trying to figure out what we can do as individuals to kind of help this. Now, some people say, hey, you know, uh, you're born like this or something happens. I'll read what it is. Here's what it says. They now call this uh, being intersex, and they actually have some crazy organization called the Intersex Society of North America. And this is what their definition is. It says a general term used for a variety of conditions in which a person is born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the te- t- typical definitions of female or male. Uh, for example, a person might be born appearing to be female on the outside, but having mostly male typical anatomy on the inside. Or a person might be born with you know private parts that seem to be in between the usual male and female types. Now, this young lady, her name is uh, Taylor Leanne Chandler. And this is what she wrote on a lengthy Facebook post outlining her journey. She said she missed it. She never told some people, including Phelps, about her past. She writes, by the time I could walk I would and talk, I made it clear I was a girl and dressed as one in my early teens. I was medically diagnosed and went on testosterone blockers. I had 15 estrogen enhancers. My birth certificate was modified along with my name while I was a teenager prior to any corrective surgery. The problem is I have made friends I've never told and dated and marry people that knew nothing of my past. If you don't understand what intersex is, Google it. I never was a man, never lived as a man. No one can say they knew me as a man or produce a photo of me as a man. And uh, this comes on the heels of uh, the great Olympian. guy's won 18 gold medals, um, and he spent most of October in a rehab center after being arrested for driving under the influence uh, in September. And Chandler says she met Phelps on the dating app Tinder, and described their relationship as being like a teenage love affair. Oh, boy. Um, the only thing I can say is, gentlemen especially, because it doesn't seem like this happens to women. I, I don't know, and and again, I'm at a loss for words, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you want to comment on this, you can get, give us a call uh, on 347 uh, 838 Eight seven six seven. You can voice in. I got that same uh, thing in the chat room. If you want to just don't want to call in, just put it in the chat room. Go on to Block Talk Radio. Uh, put in WRTS FM. You'll find the show broadcasting line. Go into the chat room. It's open here now, and uh, you can tell me what you think about this whole Michael Phelps fiasco. And what would you do if it happened to you? I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether anger, sadness, rage. But at the end of the day, this is a real. Uh, crazy situation. Hopefully, and uh Michael Phelps will be able to, you know, get around this and and overcome this. And and hopefully for the young lady, I mean, I, I like I said again, I'm I'm not sure how you can say that God made you something that you're not. I'm still baffled at how people come up with this. And now, like I said again, they have a new term called intersex. And this comes right on the heels of a reality show star, a gentleman who played pro football, uh, married to a former Playboy bunny,
3: uh, allegedly
2: his extramarital affairs with a woman that was a man. So I don't know, folks, you tell me, I'm not quite sure what is all going on here uh, with this whole thing, but hopefully and prayerfully, man, we can, we can as a society, you know, move past these things. I know that people need help, but I also believe that people need deliverance and especially myself as a minister, I hope and pray that I can do a better job of reaching out to people and helping them overcome uh, these challenges because, uh, You know, we we can't have situations where people arbitrarily change what God made them. I mean, this this is just, it's just crazy. Anyway, enough of that. Let's go to some college football, okay? College football, the poll is out again, and it does appear that uh, this uh, whole college football playoff thing has got an entire life of its own. And it really is amazing how something that a lot of people fought against, they said it's not going to work, It's amazing how this thing is now the hottest thing in sports right now. And I'm talking the college football playoffs. The polls are out. Alabama, after knocking off number one, Mississippi State is now the number one uh, team in the polls, followed by Oregon, number two, Florida State, number three, and Mississippi State falling only from one to five. Uh, Excuse me, from one to four. So there's your wrap-up there on the uh, college football playoff situation right now. Uh, You have teams obviously on the outside looking in, like TCU, uh, like Ohio State, uh, teams that are feeling that they should be involved in this. There's a lot of uh, kind of angst now and, and kind of back talk against uh, the guys from Florida State, many people saying that they have a very weak schedule and that, in fact, that other teams who are ranked uh, that have just one win should go ahead and be in front of them. Well, let's go ahead and read you the top ten right now. College football playoffs that came out Tuesday, as I mentioned. Alabama, number one. Oregon, number two followed by number three, Florida State, the only team in the top ten that does not have a blemish on their schedule, number four, Mississippi State, followed by number five, TCU at 9-1, Ohio State also at 9-1, and one, number six, Baylor number seven at 8-1, and, eight and one. Ole Miss uh, from the SEC West at 8-2. and two. UCLA has now surged up the rankings, finding themselves number nine right ahead of our own Georgia Bulldogs who are sitting at number ten. My question is, folks, uh, two things. Uh, Number one, do you think the Bulldogs have an an opportunity to get into uh, the college football playoffs if they went out? And, of course, the bigger question is going to be is will Missouri lose to Tennessee? Because, frankly, without that, uh, Georgia has no shot at all because that would mean they would not be able to play at all for the SEC championship. And they would be uh, out for the rest of the season and just really hoping some way, somehow, to get into a major bowl. The other question is, TCU ranked at number five. Uh, Do you think that they should be ranked ahead of number six, Ohio State, and number seven, Baylor, who actually beat them in head-to-head competition? What do you think? You can give us a call, special phone line, 347-838-8767, to join the conversation. Talk to us a little bit about some uh, college football. And speaking of college football, we're going to bring on a guy that knows more about football more than anybody else I know. He hails from Memphis, Tennessee, the main man, you can hear him every Saturday right here on WIGO. I just simply call him Mr. Football. Vincent W. Turner, welcome to the show, sir.
1: Hey, how you doing? This evening, Johnica?
2: I'm doing fantastic, Vince. Um a lot of stuff going on. As I was telling people earlier, we we <laughs> I'm so happy now that we can talk some college football because there's some craziness going on uh, with Michael Phelps, the great Olympian, and all kinds of scandalous activities. So it's always a joy to talk with you so we can talk a little football.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's that time of year, and it's an exciting time because now we've got the first playoffs around the corner, and just uh, an outstanding time being down here in the South and talking college football.
2: All right, well, speaking of the South, uh, as you know, Vince, there is a, uh, there's a little bit of engine out there against the SEC uh, a lot of people still having a lot of uh, pushback against them, still being considered the dominant conference in the nation. As you know right now, they once again have multiple teams uh, sitting right now in the college football playoff at it end of the day with Mississippi State at number four and Alabama at number one. Uh, big question is, uh, if everybody wins out, do you think that TCU, Ohio State, or Baylor, have a shot to possibly squeeze ahead of any of the top four teams if everybody wins out?
1: Well, that's a good question. I think if everyone wins out, of course, I think you can see Ohio State sneaking in that fourth position because if you're looking at Ohio State from a political standpoint, you have a lot of people in the Midwest. Football's always been a king out there. Ohio State has great tradition, going back to Woody Hayes and – Archie Griffin and the Buckeyes right now, I think is sitting in a good position. They run the table. And then you're looking at Mississippi State with they lost to Alabama last week. Even if Mississippi State ends up 11-1, and the thing that Ohio State will have over Mississippi State where we won our conference championship and we won our conference championship game, which at this present time, like Ohio State, is on their way because it's like they're going to play Wisconsin any championship game of the Big Ten, and I just don't see Wisconsin beating a red-hot Ohio State football team.
4: Wow.
2: Well, the other question I guess we have here that we got to take a look at is, is that everybody here in the Atlanta area is balking at the fact that um, – I should say balking. People are wondering, does Georgia – now, again, we have a lot of things that have to happen. But people are wondering if Georgia is able to run the table and Missouri lose to Tennessee in their final game for the SEC and Georgia wins the SEC title, should Georgia be
4: part of that Final Four playoff competition?
2: I mean,
1: we still have a lot of football left. Of course, I would love to see Georgia being that Final Four playoff scenario. Um but when you look at it overall, there's a lot of teams that have to lose out front. Now you got UCLA that's sitting at number ten, with uh, like they're going to play Oregon again in the Pac Ten championship. Then you have TCU and Baylor. They're going to be safe. Both those two teams should be in there. Uh, I think with Georgia right now, I think Georgia just needs to take care of their next two games, which is Charleston of the South, and then play Georgia Tech. I think that's going to be a real tough football game with Georgia Tech. But when you look at Missouri, Missouri has two tough games left. They go up to Knoxville. They play Tennessee this weekend. Then they're going to have to come back home and play a very physical University of Arkansas football game, which I don't see Missouri getting through those two games. But they could have Missouri could win those, both of those games and represent the Eastern SEC championship game, but I don't see it. But I think for Georgia fans, take it one game at a time. What about Charleston? Charleston?
3: something
1: this week will, <laughs> then the next week they worry about Georgia Tech. Don't stop watching what everybody else is doing. There's still a lot of football left. There's still a lot of teams out there that are still jockeying for position. But take care of your home base first.
2: Well, there's no question. And, and the biggest thing is, and me and you talked about this uh, before, i said probably about a quarter of the way through the season when it looked like that Georgia and Georgia Tech were putting up some decent seasons, that this game now takes on a whole new significance. This game now, in fact, if both teams come into this game uh, with having won their previous games, this game now has a serious impact on the college football playoffs. And not only that, an impact on the bigger bowl games.
1: There's, there's no question about it. I mean, both teams, if Georgia wins, it's South for Southern Mar, they'd be 9-2. Um, you're looking at Georgia Tech. I heard some of the that's crazy. That's some Georgia Tech people were saying, what about us getting into the, <laughs> the <laughs> fight for? four? Uh, like I said, I mean, there's a lot of football left. There's a lot of good teams out there with two losses. I think the most important thing before we start bringing up all these scenarios is that play the games that's in front of you, win those games, and then everything else will take care of itself. Um, and speaking on behalf of Georgia, I hate to see that Georgia is in this situation. But you know they control their destiny. They had yeah. one week off. They went up down there. Uh, again, just their toughest rival, of Florida, and just didn't play well and got beat. Well, you're looking at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech had a lot to play for, and they let a Duke team come in here what about a month ago and beat them. So you cannot blame but nobody but yourself when you look at both universities.
2: On the question, when you really look at the two games, as you mentioned, that they just could not lose, that's kind of been the theme here in Atlanta in this area. It seems like our teams always seem to find a way to lose a game that they really should have won. Uh, we think, obviously, 2012, the Falcons, 17-point uh, lead against San Francisco, dominant performance, looking like the Falcons want to go to the Super Bowl, and then they just laid an eight in the second half doing absolutely nothing against San Francisco and allowing them to go on to the Super Bowl. And we saw 2012 also Georgia coming up five yards against Alabama, which had they won that game, everybody to a man feels that they would have beat Notre Dame and won their second national championship, first one in 30-plus years. This year, we got the same problem. Georgia had two opportunities. Either you beat South Carolina or beat Florida. You come in now to an SEC championship game with one win and then roll the dice. If you can beat an SEC West team, it's pretty much a lock for you to go on to that Final Four, but they're out. And in the case of Georgia Tech, you hit them in the head. Not only did they lose against Duke, but then the following week against a North Carolina team that everyone seemed to be able to handle, uh, Georgia Tech could not stop them at all and let a late, last-minute drive give them their second loss, which had they not lost that game, they'd be punched their ticket already to play against the number three ranked team in the nation, Florida State.
1: Well, I think most of all, uh, in fairness to Georgia Tech, let's be realistic. The expectation for Georgia Tech this year is that they want to go win but seven or eight football games. And I think Paul Johnson has done a phenomenal job over there bringing that team to where they had nine, eight, and two. Uh, as far as Georgia, it's been the same story over and over again. But I don't want to keep talking about the old clock. I think we need to talk about what's going to happen in these two weeks because technically, both teams still have an outside shot. And as you said earlier, this game can have heavy implications on the national on the playoff picture. So I think let's don't worry about what they did in the 80s because Walker's not going to come through their door and they can't take back the five-yard pass that came on <laughs> five yards short against Alabama. I think that me personally, I think there's going to be some teams that's going to get upset in the next two weeks. And I think there's going to be some teams that's had – it's going to have a major implication on how this thing is going to work out. Florida State has not really been playing outstanding football. Looking out there in the Pac-12, uh, Oregon. As I'm saying on Oregon, not so much. I just think they're not in a big conference. Oregon, the only quality when you ask me, has been over Michigan State. And, of course, the Big Ten, everybody now is riding Ohio State. Ohio State, no question about it, might be one of the hottest teams in the country. But they don't play in the league against the SEC. So we still have a lot of football left, and there's still a lot of quality teams that can make a real strong statement. Florida State playing Boston College this weekend, that's going to be a tough football game for Florida State. Remember, Boston College has Tyler Murphy, who last year was a starting quarterback at Florida.
2: There's no, there's no question, and uh, and that's the thing I think that you hit on the head about uh, making sure that you play the game that's in front of you. And and Coach Mark Rick mentioned that uh, in his pregame conferences as well, being making sure to say, hey, listen. Uh, It's all about, you know, you're playing one game or a time. You're Speaking of one game at a time, you're listening to the number one sports show, at least the faith-based sports show here in Atlanta, Georgia. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons, and you're listening to us live on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. You also can listen to us online at www.WIGOAM.com. You also can find us on TuneIn Radio. That's right, you can go on any mobile device, uh, put in uh, the TuneIn Radio app, Look for WIGO 1570, or better yet, the Real Talk Sports Show, and voila, you will find us broadcasting there live right now. We also have an added bonus for you for those of you who follow us on Blog Talk Radio. We are simulcasting on there at the same time on WRTS-FM. So go on to Blog Talk, tee it in, and you will find us, in the chat room is open. As a matter of fact, we thank God for the individuals in the chat room now. If you have any comments, you can punch it in onto the chat room, or you can give us a call on our special phone line, 347 347- Mr. Football, uh, we're going to shift now to the NFL. Uh, Speaking of uh, being topsy-turvy and who knows what's going to happen, the Atlanta Falcons, who just three weeks ago after a couple of horrific losses looked like they were dead in the water, suddenly now find themselves in first place in the NFC South.
1: I mean, first of all, I want to say kudos to Mike Smith, who I think is still a quality coach. I think um, where he took that organization when he first got there, what, in 2000? Now, based on last season, the Falcons took a step back. I think it's just been miracles. And when you look at a National Football League, you're going to have time for teams. You're going to have things that's going to happen in the season. And it's going to push your team back. And when you look overall what the Falcons have done this year, I think it's been another great job by Mike Smith and how said they their coaching staff together. And also, when you look at the Falcons, are still relative a young know, football team. Granted, they That's exactly some right. And, granted, they got some veterans and Roddy White and Julio Jones and maybe Matt Ryan. but when you look at the core of their team and the core they style players, Jake Matthews is a rookie Rashawn well, Hackman is a rookie. Benson Trumphart is a second year guy. Robert Alford is a second year guy. So I take my hats off the my because remember, two weeks ago, everyone was saying, let's fire this guy and we're to finish the season now.
2: I want you to hold on just a second, so we're going to take a little quick break here, and then we're going to bring back some comments on somebody I think that agrees with you. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show right here on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. Keep it locked right here for more.
0: Hi, I'm Bob Rathbun for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta National Football Foundation chapter. Atlanta will soon become the new home for the College Football Hall of Fame, and our sport is more popular than ever. The Touchdown Club of Atlanta has been going strong for 75 years and is the oldest chapter in the country. The goal now is to make this the biggest chapter in the country, providing even more support and scholarships for student-athletes. Visit TouchdownClubOfAtlanta.com and show your support by joining the TCA NFF chapter.
2: experience puts you closer to the game than ever before featuring over 30,000 square feet of
3: interactive exhibits that make it feel like game day every day get your tickets now at cfbhall.com
2: Getting a new car always seems hard to do. That's why at Malcolm Cunningham Hyundai, they make it easy to own any new or used Hyundai vehicle. Malcolm Cunningham offers a great selection of quality new and used vehicles with price and payment plans to fit every budget. And to get the very best in customer service, make sure to ask for Lawrence Ivory. Lawrence brings years of outstanding service to the dealership and both want to make sure you have an experience you and your family can enjoy. Easy to buy, easy to finance, easy to service. Ask for our friend Lawrence Ivory and tell him Jonathan Simmons sent you. Lawrence Ivory and Malcolm Cunningham Hyundai, they make it easy. Going to ask you some football questions really quick, just two of them before we go. Uh, Falcons this year, as you mentioned, uh, because of the way that things are on the NFC South, find themselves under 500 but in first place. Um, anything that you guys are looking at to try to maybe grab a hold of this season uh, while you have the opportunity?
3: I think that Mike Smith has done a fantastic job of refocusing the team after a really rough start with a simple idea of let's just worry about the next game. Let's not worry about what our record is. Let's not worry about. Anything else, let's just focus on trying to be 1-0 this next Sunday. And I think we've all adopted that, and I think that's helped us. And so I think in our mind, any question you're going to ask me, I'm going to give you that response of, let's worry about the Cleveland Browns. Because, if we, again, if we can win football games and win them one at a time, then you know what? Good things happen. Sometimes what happens in our business is you get so caught up in the media and so caught up in the hype and so caught up in the negativity of where you are, you forget you've got to play that game on Sunday. Mike's done a great job of, of redirecting teams, saying let's not worry about anything. Let's just worry about Sunday, and so far it's paid off. last two weeks have come out okay. Well, hopefully
2: for our sake, guys covering you guys, uh, that uh, it will mean a winning season for the Falcons, and hopefully uh, we'll see some good stuff next week. Well, Rich, thank you so much for joining us, and, uh, and please come again. Happy to do it. Thank you. Rich McKay here at Real Talk Sports, uh, live on the scene at the Atlanta Press Club event, uh, talking about what's happening with the new Atlanta stadium. Keep it locked right here for more coverage from the Real Talk Sports show. And we're back uh, here live broadcasting. Well, Mr. Football, as you can see, uh, you had uh, the big chief agreeing with you. As Rich McKay says, Mike Smith is his man.
1: Mr. the Atlanta Falcons. and really understand um, what we're talking about here. Here's a guy that came here. I'm talking about Mike Smith that you hired. And a guy came to a franchise that didn't have back-to-back winning seasons and 43 years of resistance. And it's taking this club to heights that i never dreamed that the lot of Falcons would be at right now. And I think it's unfortunate that you have some fans, and you still have some people in the fan base here in the Atlanta area that say they need a change. Well, you better not ask for what you want for, because when you look at it, you can hire somebody who can come in here and don't know what they're doing and take your franchise back four
2: or five years. There's no question, man. And uh, it's funny because we have our next guest that's in the queue. are about to bring him on in just a little bit, uh, Willie Reese. Uh, played here at Georgia Tech, uh, outstanding uh, player, We're, later on to be an assistant coach. And uh, he knows because he was here with Bobby Cremins and uh, certainly no disrespect to uh, the coaches that came afterwards, but it's it's uh, Georgia Tech has not been able to get back to the prominence. So uh, And Tennessee, I got a chance to meet uh, uh, the great the former head coach, uh, 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 Tennessee, here at the College Football Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, the same thing, you know, since Coach Phillip Former had left Tennessee, they have not been the program they used to be. Now, of course, this year they're showing some signs on their way back, but how long has it been that they've really been not a part of the SEC's picture?
1: Well, like I say, I'm not going to too much. It was circumstances that caused that situation to happen in Tennessee. And when you look at it, I understand now when they hired Lane Kiffin, they knew it was a chance that their young man would leave. Look what he's doing down at Alabama's offensive coordinator. Remember Lane Kiffin went seven and five his went like seven and six his first year. And he brought in the number one recruiting class in the country. So happened his dream job where he had most of success at was at USC. What do you want the man to do? It was a place he wanted to be. USC offered him the job, so I didn't blame him for that. I blame the University of Tennessee behind Derek Dooley, who did not have a winning record as a head coach within the college ranks. That's why the University of Tennessee made their major. But when you look at it, that if they would have waited a week later, they would have had Tommy Tuberville, who had just left Auburn.
2: Yep, and certainly that would have been a much better choice. for so Mr. Football, listen, man, we appreciate you coming on and joining us as you always do to talk some football. And uh, tell people how they can find out more about you and follow your show.
1: Well, if you're around in the Atlanta metro area and you're driving around on Saturday mornings, please tune in to me. And 100 yards of football on 1570 WIGO every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 1130 a.m. only. They're incredible. IGO.
2: They have it right there. And also check them out on the Facebook page, uh, WIGO and 1570, 100 yards of football.
1: Uh, yes, sir. you can also come and give your a- – we appreciate all your positive comments. Also, if you want to say something negative about anybody's team, we love controversy. <laughs> so, please talk <laughs> to our page and one of the y'all We welcome anybody. I think when you see our page, you see that we are a very diverse group. <laughs>
2: well, there it is. I spoke like a man who's fearless. The man from Tennessee, the Memphis man himself, from Beale Street. Mr. Football, thank you, sir. We'll see you again soon.
1: Thank you, sir. God bless.
2: Was Vincent W. Turner, Mr. Football, and he always brings the heat when he comes, absolutely fearless. But I can tell you, folks, if you really want to uh, get some real insight on football, especially college uh, football and pro football, Mr. Mr. Football, Vincent W. Turner does an outstanding job in doing that. Well, you know, we're going to shift here, and we're going to bring you a little bit of high school football. I'm going to take a quick Little break advertisement. we're going to bring on our first guest for the evening. He is the head coach down the road at Sandy Creek High School. I'm talking about Willie Reese is going to join us, folks. You need to keep a lock right here for more of the Real Talk Sports Show. This is Mr. Jonathan Simmons, host of the Real Talk Sports Show. Do you like the positive sports stories you've been hearing? Well, partner with us to help keep the good news of sports on the air. We have great audio, video, and internet advertising packages available to promote any size business or event. Contact me directly at 678-410-9833 or send me an email, sales at realtalksports.net. We'd love to partner with you to keep the good news and sports on the air. And we are back. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show as we broadcast to you right here in the Atlanta area on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. You also can find us online at www.wigoam.com. You can find us on any mobile device. Just tune in, radio, pull it up, WIGO 1570, or better yet, Real Talk Sports. And voila, you will find us broadcasting to you uh, live and in person. Also, tonight we're doing something a little different. We're on WRTS-FM on the blogtalkradio.com portal. And we have a chat room open, so if you have comments, opinions, anything you want to voice, go ahead and do that. And last but not least, if you want to join the conversation, check us out on a special phone call in line, 347 838 Eight seven six seven. Well, here's a guy who's been patiently waiting to come on the air. He's got some phenomenal news. He's going to talk to us now. A little high school basketball. I'm talking about the man from Georgia Tech. Now the head coach at Sandy Creek High School, right down in Fairburn, Georgia.
4: Mr. Willie Reese,
2: welcome to our show.
4: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
2: Hey, really, man, listen, uh, first of all, it was just great uh, seeing you again. It's been a couple of years since we've been able to uh, catch up with you. And uh, at, right. the, at the time, you know, you're a busy man. At the time, you were uh, obviously very aggressively uh, helping build the uh, rebuild, I should say, the program over at Georgia Tech, and it seems like the fruits of your labor are starting to spin off this year, sir.
4: Right, right, right. You know what? Um, it's really, really great just to be in high school working with the kids. Um, it's always been one of my dreams to be in a position to help kids, uh, you know, for the positive, positive. Um, and, and, and now that's what I'm doing. I was doing it at Georgia Tech, and now I'm doing it at Sandy Creek, you know, just, just oh, no questioning guys the right way. And you know what, Coach? Oh. We
2: were able to see your charges live and in person. We were at a tremendous um, uh, event uh, this past weekend, uh, Hoops for the Cure, uh, held up north in, uh, in the Alpharetta area right on the hardwood of Milton High School, which has had a tremendous uh, high school men's basketball program for a while, and uh, your guys pulled off a big win over Mays High School.
4: Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, our guys have been really been working hard from from last spring going into the summer to the fall. Um, you, you know, and, uh, Coach Faulkner at Mays, he does a great job. Um, you, you know, but our guys uh, we we pride ourselves in, in being in great condition, and we have a lot of guys that can play a lot of different positions. So, 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 so that was a great shootout to be up at. And uh, you little, you know, we're looking forward to our next game.
2: And, and no doubt, man. And, and you guys, like I said, again, did a fine job. And the thing that I had to admire is that uh, you seem to be a cool customer. Uh, it, a couple of calls kind of went a different <laughs> way, but you would just say, hey, I'm not going to move off this seat of this bench right here. i keep it real cool. <laughs>
4: well, well, you know what? Bobby Krimer's taught me something as a player. What he taught me was that no referee has ever changed the call. So I mean, there right. are times where I have to get a little excited, but 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 when I get excited in heated moments, the team gets excited. So you, you know, you know, again, I mean, we got we got really good players. Uh, Christian Turner's my point guard, and 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 he's he, you know one of the top guards in the state. Um, you, you know, and I got some surrounding guys with him, Elias Harden and and, and, and Janaris Smith, who's uh, who's a senior. He's a, he's a six six four for me, and so. You know, I just kind of let those guys do their thing. Yeah, I mean, trust me, practices are very hard. So, so by the time the game comes around, it's easy.
2: And how important is that to kind of set that tempo uh, in the practice and the way you go about doing your your regular business?
4: You know what? Um, from being in college and, and, and now coming back to high school, um, the practices have, have to be two to three times as hard as the games. And so we try to be very, very structured in our practices. You know, we put things on the clock time-wise. And we try to go from 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 point A to point B as far as working on defense or slides or ball handling or ball screens or whatever you know we're doing at that particular time, and 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 so it kind of has our guys in a in a in a college mindset you know in that hey listen we're in here to get things done this is this is this is business so so you know intensity has got to be high and, and 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 that's what we try to do in practice and so it you know typically that carries over in the game.
2: Well, like I said, again, I saw it live and in person, and uh, you guys did an outstanding job. Now, who are you playing next?
4: You know what? Um, we have a, we, we have our second annual Sandy Creek Shootout. It is this Saturday, November 22nd, um, and uh, we got some great teams there. Um, we have uh, Carver Columbus versus uh, Grady High School at 1 o'clock. We have Northside versus Alexander at 2.30. We have Hardaway High School versus McIntosh High School at 4 p.m., we have Morgan County versus Fayette at five thirty. And we have Sandy Creek, of course, versus Jordan High School at seven PM. Um and, and listen, we we got some great, great talent there. Uh we got the kid Tukey Brown who's with Morgan County. He's a commit to Mississippi State. We got Christian Turner who's the top one hundred and thirty two thousand sixteen. Uh you, you know, we've got we've got a lot more players. Uh uh Jordan Lyons, who's who's one of the top junior shooters uh in the state. He's at McIntosh. Listen, you know, we 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 want everybody to come down and see a great great day of basketball and and just have a really really good time. Like I said, these teams are coming in and and you know, it's early in the season, but it's a good time to test yourself. So 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 you know, again, uh we want we want we want everybody to come down to this 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 Sandy Creek shootout. Um, you know, our, our address is uh, three sixty Jenkins Road. Tyrone Jordan. Game start at one, and the last game starts at seven. So, you know, let's let, let's pack the gym and let's let's do everything.
2: And and really, if you are a fan of, of basketball, especially high school basketball, this is an opportunity really to see cross sections of teams from uh, you know really up and down the
4: state. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got like I said, we got we got teams from Columbus. Uh, uh, in north side of Columbus. They've got, they've got two 6'8 kids, um, um, and, uh, you know, we've got Columbus High School. Uh, we've got Hardaway High School. We've got uh, teams in Fayette County, uh, uh, McIntosh, myself, Fayette County. We've got Morgan County coming in from out near that Conyers area. So, so, so yes, we're definitely stretched across the state. And so, um, you know, like I said, just get everybody down, and let's pack this gym.
2: But, but differently, man, we want to encourage people, if you're listening tonight or whether you're listening this by via archive in the next couple of days, uh, certainly if you're in the metro Atlanta area, it's a short trip, maybe about 20 minutes, half an hour south of downtown Atlanta, uh, right where Sandy Creek is located in Fairburn. And as you can see, they're going to have a day full of basketball. Uh, you can watch a little basketball this week. And i tell you why. Billy Reese is a smart man coming from college, knows that these, this is kind of the Kind of the slow season, slow week in college. Uh, You don't have too many teams playing any big games. So this is your opportunity, folks, uh, to come on down before your Thanksgiving, before the big rivalry games next week, and watch a little basketball, man, support these young men.
4: Oh, no question question about it. Listen, $5 gets you in for all the games. So it's it's a great price. It's going to be great talent, and and, uh, we look forward to seeing everybody down there. Now,
2: folks, you know you can't beat that $5 for a entire day of, day of basketball. And really, what I'm encouraging you, if you have some junior high school students that, you know, are looking to matriculate into the next level, these are the kind of places you need to go because not only do you have the teams there, but you have guys like Coach Reese who I've had, uh hardcore experience at the D one level, uh coaching experience at that level and, and so you need to kinda see how uh things are done and give your kids something to shoot for. So again, if you're in the area, uh please ma'am, please sir, go down there and check them out. Well listen, do you guys have a, a website? I know a lot of schools have a website for the athletic program. Do you guys have one? And if so, I'll let people know what it is. And or on social media too if you have it.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh my assistant coach, coach uh, coach Shannon Bailey just started out tweet site and it's uh it's S C it's Sand it's S C H S um Boys Hoops. Um that's that's our that's our that's our tweet site and the website gotcha, yep. Yep, yeah, that's a, that's that's our Twitter page and the and the website is just Sandy just Sandy Creek High School. If you look up Sandy Creek High School and pull up athletics, um and just go to basketball, you'll see our website right there. It's real simple. And uh, you know, on on, on that website it'll have um, our our schedule, it'll have our practice time, it'll have, you know, our scores, you know, our team roster, everything will be on there.
2: Well, look, man, I, I know that, like you said, again, you guys are getting geared up for the tournament, but I got to ask you this as a Georgia Tech guy, um, eight and two, <laughs> sitting in the top 20 in the country as far as the college football poll. Now, granted, a lot of things would have to go awry, but, I mean, uh, there's already some rumbling from Tech fans saying, hey, what about us? If we went out, could we be in the national championship uh, consideration? How does it make you feel to see the program, uh, you know, coming back and once again being in national prominence?
4: You know what? I, I have to give Paul Johnson all the credit. Because let's be honest, when the year started, everybody was giving him grief, but he, he, he he's he stuck it out. He stays with his system, and he's got the right guys in place to, to, to perform what he needs to get done. I, I mean, all of – from Malcolm Mackey to James Forrest to Dennis Scott, all of us guys are so proud of Georgia Tech. You know, being uh, where they are now. I mean, I mean, who would have thought? You know, to beat Clemson like that. You, you know, you know, to beat, you know, to, to to beat Virginia Tech, and 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 to be in a position where we can finally play Georgia. And let's be honest, where the game really means something. You know, and, there's no and, question. So, yeah, we we you know, <laughs> I I mean, listen, it, this is <laughs> we're 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 really excited about this season, and 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 yes, we do have a shot at it.
2: Well there's no question. That that's the one thing I think that the uh college football playoff has brought in. I talked about this over the last couple of years. As a matter of fact I I still think I have them in my box somewhere in my template because I think that within two years they're gonna go to one of the things I suggested and another guy suggested with actually an eighteen playoff, uh because I right. think at the end of the day you're gonna need that in order to really if you're going to a playoff system and I don't think you need to go to sixteen, eight's the magic number right. because that means you're getting eight right. teams out of the top ten and I think that right. if you have that uh, you're going to really, if you think if you think it's hot and heavy now with excitement, <laughs> wait till you go to an 18 playoff uh, for that uh, National College Football Championship. So, again, kudos to all you guys at Georgia Tech. I know that uh, the one thing that's very uh, cool about me being here in the Atlanta area is seeing so many of you guys still around uh, the area and the campus and uh, certainly uh, with Coach Gregory, all the things that he's done uh, to really right. kind of get you guys back in the loop, I know there's just a lot of energy around uh, the the the, uh, the jacket nation right
4: now. <laughs> oh no, question about it. Listen, it was some energy in that gym last Friday when when, when Georgia Tech played Georgia and, and and we won the game. I mean, it was packed. It it felt so good to be in the gym and have that energy there and to get that win. You know, us alumni, we were just so proud and was you know, like I said, Coach Gregory's doing a good job. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. He, uh, he you know, he's building. And, uh, you know, we look forward
2: to a really good year this year. Well, listen, Doug, yeah, I know that you're uh, busy getting prepared for everything that's going on uh, this weekend. Again, we appreciate all the things that you do. Uh, one of the things I tell people is that uh, you, you really should take time out uh, to try to, if you can, uh, all you guys are grown men, not looking for boys. but, I, you know, if you're out there and you're a parent, Uh, If you're out there, you're an administrator, if you're just a person saying, hey, I want to see good things going on in the community, when you get a chance to see guys like Coach Reese and other guys, you know, tell them thank you. Uh, A pat on the back never hurts. We're We're never too big to get that because, after all, these guys are taking care of your bad kids. <laughs> so, so you, can, you can go ahead and show them some love, uh, you know, while they're here. So, again, uh, Coach Reese, again, we appreciate you so much, and we look forward to being there. We're going to try to do everything we can to get down and at least get people some partial coverage. So, again, folks, if you yeah, want to find out, again, uh, we're going to post some information on our website, www.realtalksports. But uh, I'm going to leave you with, with the tagline going on. That new hashtag for Georgia Tech is, together we score em.
4: Coach Willie Reese, God That's bless right. you, man. Thank
2: you. God bless you, too. That was Coach Ray Reese uh, joining us here, talking about all the good things that are going on, both at Georgia Tech and also at Sandy Creek High School. We're going to take another little quick break, and then we're going to bring on another gentleman who we just talked about earlier that had his own tournament, Hoops for the Cure. And, man, you got to hear the update of what he had going on there and what's going on in the future. You listen to the Real Talk Sports Show as we broadcast to you right here live on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. Getting a new car always seems hard to do. That's why at Malcolm Cunningham Hyundai, they make it easy to own any new or used Hyundai vehicle. Malcolm Cunningham offers a great selection of quality new and used vehicles with price and payment plans to fit every budget. And to get the very best in customer service, make sure to ask for Lawrence Ivory. Lawrence brings years of outstanding service to the dealership and both want to make sure you have an experience you and your family can enjoy. Easy to buy, easy to finance, easy to service. Ask for our friend Lawrence Ivory and tell him Jonathan Simmons sent you. Lawrence Ivory and Malcolm Cunningham Hyundai, they make it easy.
0: Hi, I'm Bob Rathbun for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta National Football Foundation chapter. Atlanta will soon become the new home for the College Football Hall of Fame, and our sport is more popular than ever. The Touchdown Club of Atlanta has been going strong for 75 years and is the oldest chapter in the country. The goal now is to make this the biggest chapter in the country, providing even more support and scholarships for student-athletes. Visit TouchdownClubOfAtlanta.com and show your support by joining the TCA NFF chapter.
2: Experience puts you closer to the game than ever before, featuring over 30,000 square feet of
3: interactive exhibits that make it feel like game day every day. Get your tickets now at cfbhall.com.
2: This is Minister Jonathan Simmons, host of the Real Talk Sports Show. Do you like the positive sports stories you've been hearing? will partner with us to help keep the good news of sports on the air. We have great audio, video, and internet advertising packages available to promote any size business or event. Contact me directly at 678-410-9833 or send me an email, sales at realtalksports.net. We'd love to partner with you to keep the good news in sports on the air. And we are back. You're listening to the final portion of the Real Talk Sports Show. And your host is Minister Jonathan Simmons. And we're broadcasting, as I mentioned, on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio. And we have our final guest for the evening. Uh, This gentleman I had a chance to meet at a conference. And I tell you, every now and then the Lord uh, gives you a divine intervention meeting. And so uh, my next guest is one of those individuals. He has an outstanding program that he has been running and we just had an opportunity to cover really a tournament that was packed with great sports for cause. Kim Coleman, welcome to our show.
3: Jonathan, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Kim, okay, listen, man, it is um,
2: it is really great to have you on of uh, the show. Uh, we just had an opportunity to uh, check out the what you guys do at halftime sports with uh, just really a a boondoggle. <laughs> For those people who like high school and even, I would say, college basketball, uh, I think you had over 30 teams at your Hoops for the Cure. Tell people a little bit about that and what you
3: felt uh, about that uh, tournament. Well, first of all, I I appreciate you having us uh, on your awesome uh, show, Jonathan. It it is a a pleasure and our honor to be with you. Um, Halftime sports, we put together the um, annual Verizon Hoops for the Cure basketball classic And basically, Jonathan, it tips off the GHSA uh, high school basketball season each year. Uh, We've done it for five years now um, thanks to the corporate support of Verizon and Ignition Sports and ProXO and Microsoft and Buka de Peple and and having people like yourself um, at the event. Uh, We had 37 teams um, play in basically a day and a half (laughs) – of basketball. Well, wow. um at, at at Milton High School, Fellowship Christian High School, and Saint Francis High School, and uh as you know, it was it was jam packed with excitement, talent, uh talented coaches, talented players, talented teams. Um it it was it was phenomenal. And and it's all um to help out folks with that the Georgia Breast Cancer Coalition fund. Um that's why it's called Hoops for a Cure because we we run the event not just to uh, raise money to um uh find a cure for cancer but we're we're looking to eradicate that nasty disease
2: now it, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because a lot of people obviously get involved with with uh with causes and nonprofit agencies for various reasons but uh in your case it's a lot more personal tell people a little bit about that
3: yeah unfortunately Jonathan and, and it's really all on my mother's side of the family but uh I lost my mom a couple of years to to breast cancer uh, I've lost my brother um, uh, to stomach cancer, my sister to ovarian cancer, I lost a nephew uh, to colon cancer, um, and as a kid, I lost my uncle um, to bone cancer, and I lost my grandmother as well. At that time, they weren't sure what type, of, they didn't even know it was cancer, um, but yeah, it, it's kind of hit our family pretty hard, um, so we, we are definitely devoted to trying to eradicate this nasty disease. And, yeah, you're right, it, it is uh, something that's very personal um, to me and my family members, and, and we do whatever we can um, to try to find, uh, again, a cure and, and try to eradicate that nasty disease.
2: Yeah, and, and it really is an impacting disease, and, and uh, you know, obviously it's, it's a fact affected, affected a wide swath of people, but it really seems to, especially in the case of breast cancer, to, to have a really – uh, overwhelming impact in the African American community. Talk about some of the African American women uh, not only are struck with it, but have a much higher mortality rate uh, than other sectors. So uh, certainly, you know, I know it must be something that uh, you know this, this one's got some extra energy. Like like they like to save some time in the world of sports. I mean, this, this one's personal.
3: It, it it really is, and we found that uh, through basketball being our medium and our vehicle, uh, we can spread the word out there, get the word out for women to go out and, and get the mammograms. Um and you know, as, as men, you know, we, we try to be real tough and strong. Um, but guys you gotta go get the colonoscopies. You gotta get the you gotta go see your doctor to get checked because cancer doesn't discriminate against anybody. Male, female, color, it doesn't matter if it, it, it will attack you and you gotta make sure you see your doctor and see your doctor off and to make sure everything's A okay.
2: It's funny as you mention and I know I put it off for several years, but I have to get mine done. Uh, we've had a couple of appointments. And, uh, and I tell people, one of the things that, uh, and I hope that uh, we can kind of get a handle on this, is that the cost of health care is still... Uh, still prohibitive. A lot of times, when you go to get these tests, if you if you're if you're a medical provider doesn't code the test the right way, they don't want to do it, or if they do do it, you have a high deductible. So, again, my great hope and prayers is that everybody can afford to get it done because it's yes. very important that you do get it done.
3: <laughs> yeah, so no, I I agree with you wholeheartedly, and uh, you know, and and our hopes are you know in doing the Verizon Hoops for the Cure Classic is that. Um, we're not just promoting that you know you go get checked out, but also you know there, I don't know anyone, Jonathan, that hasn't had a family member that's been stricken by this disease, right. you know. And and because healthcare is what it is, um, talk to your doctor. Your doctor will work with you or give you strategic ways to you know try to help you in in, in preventing some of that major cost that comes with you know, getting checked out. But I tell you what, if you do, unfortunately, you know, come down with it, it uh, your bills will be the last thing you'd have to be worried about. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And
2: that's, that's the thing I keep telling myself is that, you know, if you, you know, get these things handled while they're manageable, get things handled while, yep. you know, things are still well, and then it's only a matter of maintenance versus, you know, having to face, exactly. you know, some dire consequences for yourself and your family. So I agree with you 100%. That-
3: that is so true. That is so true. Preach to me, brother. Look, man, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little basketball
2: here. 37 teams. Uh, I know one of the teams, or I should say a couple of the teams there, but certainly one that we want to point out as a marquee team came all the way up from Florida, was ranked in the uh, the ESPN. I think top 50 uh, had yeah. a couple of players there that were just monstrous. Uh, how how important is it for you to continue to bring teams in of that caliber and in addition on the other side of the house in terms of financially bringing corporate partners to to, to help really make this thing uh, have the impact that you want?
3: Well, we were, we were very fortunate that um – the brand and the program, the Hoops for the Cure Classic, is continuing to grow and it's not just growing here within Georgia, it's growing nationally. So it's attracting nationally type teams such as the West Oaks Christian Academy School down in Orlando, Florida. Uh like you said, they're, you know, in ESPN top fifty. Uh they have a kid who uh point guard, uh Corey Sanders, who's who committed to Rutgers uh late last week, who's I believe he's ESPN's top 54 out of the ESPN top 100. Wow. Um, Coach Sean Wiseman just does a phenomenal job um, in getting these players, and not just you know getting them on the court, teaching them basketball, but he teaches them about life skills as well off the court. Uh, his kids go to New Mexico State, they go to Louisville, they they go up to some pretty pretty incredible uh, Division One schools, um, and it's important for us to get schools like that because it just brings in more more fan, more fan appeal to the event. Um, you always want to get to Georgia schools and want to prove their worth you know, by playing these schools uh, and, and and entices corporate sponsorships to get involved. Well, we're going to do really quickly because, as always, we're right up against the
2: end of the program. Tell people website and more information uh, on how they can find out about you because I know you guys have tournaments throughout the year. So, again, give them the website and any social media where people can find out more about you.
3: Thank you, Jonathan. They can go to www.HalftimeSports.net. That's www.HalftimeSports, that's all one word, .net. That's our website. It, it gets everybody to uh, the type of events that we do, the type of company we are. Um, they can follow us on Twitter at Halftime underscore sports with a Z. That's uh, at Halftime underscore sports with a Z. Um to follow us on Twitter.
2: Well, there's right there, Kim Coleman, Halftime Sports, phenomenal event, Who's for the Cure. But, hey, folks, go to that website because they have stuff coming up in 2015 as well. Kim, thank you so, so much for joining us, sir.
3: Jonathan, thank you for having us. My pleasure. Thank you. All righty. Well, as always, uh, the time
2: goes by too quickly. I want to do as I do each week before I leave you to remind you, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, Please, ma'am, please, sir, get to know him. He loves you more than anyone else. And also, he is the only means by which you may enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, on behalf of WIGO and everybody else here at the station and myself, God bless you and have a great night.